You bet. <clears throat> There's no shortage of Christmas movies out there, especially on things like the Hallmark Channel. But sometimes we even watch movies about the Lord Jesus himself and his birth. Do you ever notice, though, that people who make movies, they have a hard time creating today's gospel into a movie with a confident and faithful Mary and St. Joseph. Why is that? Maybe it's difficult to, that they have to add some conflict and some turmoil, even into the Holy Family, which we don't see really in today's gospel. Not between themselves, anyway. Maybe it's because there's not enough human drama, and it won't sell if they made it exactly like the gospel. Who knows? There was one that I saw where Mary's mother, St. Anne, really didn't like Mary very much. And she's, she's always asking her, Mary, why are you such a strange girl? But we know her mother and father, St. Anne and St. Joachim, we know that they raised her, they gave her the faith, they formed her as a faithful Jewish person. It makes sense, though, to depict St. Joseph as a man of faith. He knows God is doing some great things, and he wants to get out of the way. He wants to step back and let God do his thing. He's even willing to look uncharitable in the eyes of the world by divorcing Mary. So he thinks he'll get out of the way and let God do his thing, because now she's pregnant with Jesus, and there's something great happening there. Well, the important thing is that Joseph, in his faith, is obedient to the Lord. We live in a culture which sees obedience as a bad word. But God wanted him to play a part in the salvation of the world. God didn't want him to step back, but step into it and play his part bringing about the kingdom. And God also has a part for each of us to play in bringing about the kingdom. And St. Paul talks about this bad word, obedience, in the second reading today from his letter to the Romans, he even identifies himself as a slave of Christ. What about us? Are we, we are called to be obedient to Christ, to belong to him, and that's why we showed up here today, because we know we are called to that obedience, we are called to belong to him, and we are preparing to celebrate his birthday in a major way. He is important to us. And notice how Mary and Joseph were obedient in the face of great humiliation. What would people say? Would anyone believe she was with child through the power of the Holy Spirit? That sounds like it's pretty far out there. And what about us? How often are we afraid to show our faith in public because somebody might talk about us? I might have shared with my, in my own vocation story about my hesitation to answer it because I was so afraid people might talk about me. What do we do then? The humanity. But Mary, St. Joseph, and St. Paul, they were all able to get over that fear. St. Paul acknowledged his job as an apostle, one who is sent out. So in boldness, he proclaimed the good news of Jesus Christ. And we also are called to be apostles with a small a, and by virtue of our baptism, we all have an apostolate, which means that we are sent out to the world in some way to share the good news of the gospel to help to do our little part bringing, up, bringing about the kingdom. But of course, the evil one will try to discourage us, try to convince us, we're all sinners, we can't do much good anyway. But I think the gospel today addresses this as well. St. Matthew mentions King David several times throughout his gospel, 
And we get one of those examples in today's gospel. This reminds us that David, he failed as a king because of sin. And we can contrast his kingdom with the kingdom of Christ. This new king, Jesus, will take the king of David who was fallen, but Jesus would not fall. He would not sin. David had that inner weakness, but the new king, Jesus, doesn't have any weakness. He will never fail. There were old kings that served themselves, but now we have the new king, Christ himself, who will not serve himself, but will serve others. And we will be called to imitate him. And despite his sinfulness, David was regarded as the great king because he repented. This is also an invitation for us as we hear David mentioned. Will we, re will we repent and be obedient to the Lord, the one who promises, promises to be with us throughout eternity and give us life to the fullest? Another interesting detail today is that the prophet says they will name him Emmanuel. But the angel says to name him Jesus. Why these two different names? When some languages, to name someone or call them or refer to them is all equal. And we do call Jesus the Emmanuel, God with us, because he is. We do refer to him in that term. But there's more. At that time that St. Matthew was writing his gospel, Jesus was the Aramaic version of the Hebrew name Joshua. And that name Joshua means God saves. So the name Jesus would then remind the people about Joshua, who saved God's people by bringing them into the promised land. So the name Jesus also means God saved. God is, is, is he only Emmanuel, God with us, but he's also dynamic. He does something. He lives up to the thing which is to save his people from sin and death and offer us eternal life. So the good news is that Jesus is the presence of God. He is still saving us. He is still with us. And we Christians live in that hope that Jesus will bring his fullness to eternity. Life is like one big, long advent. So how are we preparing him?